Hot. Shit. Damn, that motherfucker is hot as fuck. Alright, man. I'm gonna try some new shit. Live intro, live outro. Okay. Live music. Let's get it cracking. <laughs> I just fucked it up. I fucked it up right off the bat. Ain't that a bitch? This is whatever man podcast. Listen to the intro, bro. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that shit. This is whatever man podcast. I'm Chuck. Journey. Fuck is going on out there? Other than a motherfucking hurricane, right? That's right, hurricane. So you can call it slurricane. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, to the to the hip hop great E40, E40 Fonzarelli, as they call him. On the yay. Um. So if you hear a bunch of shit in the background, uh, it's people, dishwasher. Kids, dog, uh, and there's a hurricane headed uh, up the east coast of uh, Texas. So y'all stay safe out there. Even though this shit probably gonna come out after the hurricane's over with. Y'all know what the fuck it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, it's been uh, two weeks since we've been on the mic. Yep. A lot of fuck shit's happened. A lot of fuck shit. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, uh, before we start, R.I.P. to Dick Gregory. Comedy great, social activist, uh, all around good dude. Apparently, uh, was the inventor of Slim Fast. They stole the formula. No, man. Um, yeah, man. R.I.P. to Dick Gregory, man. That, that was he was a good dude, man. Like I'm, I'm not gonna sit me in line and say I was all into his comedy. I wasn't. He's way before my generation. But uh, I like his cookies. Yeah, some good cookies. So respect to Dick Gregory. Uh, you know, blessings to his family uh, and all of that. Uh, R.I.P. dude, Jerry Lewis. Oh, yeah. Another yeah. comedy legend that passed away in the two weeks since we've been out, been out this bitch. Um, it would be uh, officially Scotch and Cigar Day the yeah. day he died. So. Indeed. Uh, that was more Dean Martin's thing, though. You do remember him on those, um, what do you call it, those uh, fundraisers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the telethons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was getting fucked up while he was helping them little retarded kids. <laughs> Man, shout out to shout out to motherfucking uh, uh Jerry Lewis. Inventor of flubber. Pouring <laughs> a sweat. Which apparently Dick Gregory was trying to cure. <laughs> one was making flubber, one was trying to get rid of it. All right. Um yeah, and uh, of course, the whole Charlottesville thing. Uh, R.I.P. to Heather Hire, the young lady that died out there, that, that fucking piece of shit Nazi Klansman uh, ran over. Uh, fuck him. Fuck everybody that ride with him. 
Uh, I was upset when I saw that shit because uh, I don't automatically dislike people. I'm not that type of person. I don't. I don't roll like that. Like I'm one of those people where you have to do something to me for me to really be angry with you. I don't like Nazis and I don't like Klansmen. Like that's that's some on-site shit right yeah. there. I, I don't. I do not like that type of shit. Um, and I know everybody should have the right to say whatever they want to say, speak their peace, uh, do whatever they do uh, in this country. I get that. I respect that. Uh, but you'll never hear me say a bad word about a person who punches a fucking Nazi in the face. It's just not, you never, like, yeah, he has the right to say whatever the fuck he wants to say. But if somebody punches him in the face for saying some fuck shit, I, I don't really care. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I feel. Um, so, yeah. That's my two cents on that. Because I was going to go on a long fucking rant about Trump and about Confederate statues and about the politics and government and all this other shit. And I realized that, no, because if you listen to this, you already know how I feel. There's no point in me repeating myself over and over and over again about this shit. True. To the choir. Now, Lee County, North Carolina, Sanford, North Carolina, where I grew up. Uh, Robert E. Lee, that's where Lee County got the name from. Mm-hmm. He did some shit out there. And there's a bunch of people complaining about the statues and whatnot. Get that. Okay. Well, um, why is it no one has said anything about the market down on uh, Hay Street where they sold slaves? It's still standing. Anybody done nothing to it? How come no one has ever said anything about that? Part of history, okay. Do I want to see it? Did I want to see it? No. You know? Well, see, and it's just like, you know, that little uh, area in Africa where the they start, where the port is. Yeah, on the Ivory Coast. Yeah. Why are you going to keep that up? How come that's still sending over? Oh, well, probably because white people still run stuff out there. Actually, you know what? No, this is the way I feel about this shit. Because my take on the statues is, um, as long as it's not on government ground, I don't care. Because somebody paid for that. And if somebody wants to pay to be an asshole, let them be an asshole. I don't think you have the right to say that. Because if I want to put a statue of fucking Nat Turner slapping a slave owner in my front lawn, what the fuck are you going to do about that? Some of the guys at work said this. Okay, um, those statues were put up in the... 60s. Yeah, some of them in the 60s, some of them in the 20s, but they were always a response to uh, black people getting some sort of rights. The ones in the 20s were a response to Reconstruction. The ones in the 60s were a response to the Civil Rights era. And that's what I was getting at. They say, for instance, you know, after World War II, they come back and say, yeah, you fought in that war, but uh, don't you You're still a nigga, yeah. Don't forget. Yeah, like Jay-Z said, still a nigga. Um, so, I, I don't think... I look at it from the standpoint of these motherfuckers lost the war. Why do you get a statue? Because it's, it's heritage. It's just my, my 
my our four, my forefathers when I yeah. was yeah 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 okay Probably whatever nigga y'all lost the war uh, and the other thing is is I I hear other people like well we need to have these statues up to to uh, to remind us about the horrors of slavery and about you know how wrong it was and I was like okay I get that I I actually do understand that because if you're reminded of how terrible slavery was every day, you're like you're less likely to let it happen again. But how does a statue of a dude on a horse remind you of the horrors of slavery? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it be a nigga getting his ass beat? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like when you look at that market, when you go in that slave, when you go in that market and you stand there and you're buying your fruits and vegetables. And then you look over and you see a plaque that where this fruit cart stood, that's where they used to sell niggas. I actually think that's a better reminder of how terrible slavery is. Then Okay, that's a good point. A general looking majestic upon his horse that's overlooking his niggas. Like <laughs> that don't look too bad. <laughs> Cause like to me that that reminds that reminds racist white people of the good old days. Yeah, it's yeah. You know, they look back. Man, you remember back before eighteen sixty five when we used to be able to just tell loudmouth niggas mm. to shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Look at him on that horse. Mm. My granddaddy <laughs> sat on a horse just <laughs> like that. <laughs> he had a plantation called Whoop a Niggas Ass. <laughs> like, like get the, uh, I can't stand it. Like I. But when I when I sit there and I think about this shit and I go on these long rants and I argue with motherfuckers online about yeah. that shit and then I think about it and I'm like why am I wasting my time yeah. with this shit? It's like arguing with motherfuckers about the flat Earth. They believe whatever the fuck they believe. Cause if somebody could convince them that they were wrong, it would have already happened by now. Like that's the problem with arguing with grown motherfuckers about shit like that. Yeah. You're not going to change their mind. And that's like motherfuckers like, well, maybe Trump will change. Trump ain't going to change a 71-year-old rich white dude. He's never going to change his mind. He didn't like niggas when he was young. He don't like niggas now. And he ain't going to ever start liking niggas. What was his relationship with uh, Russell? And they, ran in the, they ran in the same circles. Like, they're rich and they in a small-ass city. What like, about Foreman? George Foreman's a fucking coon. <laughs> It's just look, man. I, I like I said, I've I've always I've always refrained. I've always tried to refrain from unnecessarily calling black people coons. I know, cause I know some black conservatives, and I know that when they sit up there, because look, if you look at the demographics of black people, black people should be conservatives. We should be. We're the most religious. We are. We're the most religious. We're the most aspirational. We beat our kids. We love guns. <laughs> like, we, we should be Republicans. The only reason we're not Republicans because of racism. Because the truth is, is black, the only people that are more racist than black people is white people. <laughs> Niggas don't like nobody. They need them chicks at the goddamn corner <laughs> We hate other races. <laughs> We know we do. We know we do. Like, 
No, her name is Samita. Every time she see a white girl, look at that pink toe. I had never heard that shit in my life, but I knew exactly what the fuck she was talking about when she said it. Pink toe. Yes, that's what she used to call white girls. Pink toes. It's like, oh yeah, y'all out here fucking with these pink toes. <laughs> Hey, you be a fella this fucking somebody who's like, look at that black lip over there. <laughs> the black gum. <laughs> All Whoopi Goldberg gum having ass, bitch. Well, they used to call uh, black people blue gums, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and, and you know what? Honestly, even the, even the whole racialized language, I don't even really consider that racist. Like, how white people say, well, you can't even call somebody black. I'm like, no, you can call people black. I don't give a fuck if you call me black. I'm black. It bothers me. Just not on some, not on, not on some, like, all right. So say something happened, right? And you like, oh man, I left my phone in this seat. Anybody see somebody pick up a phone? And then a white dude's like, yeah, I saw somebody pick up a phone. What did he look like? Oh, he was six foot tall and he was black. All right, no, it's not a problem. You know, uh, you driving along the street. And somebody hit him and run, and all they saw was driving, and they like, man, that black motherfucker hit my car. Okay, I don't care. But when somebody's like, you black son of a mama bitch, <laughs> I hate you and your whole goddamn black children. You midnight, 360 degree basketball dunking, spear chucking ass motherfucker. I hate your black soul. That's racist. Because the black is used as a degra- degradation. Right. Don't use my color as a degradation. Because it's not. You know, like if I was an Asian chick with the flat ass. Well, yeah, she's Asian and she has a flat ass. I'm not saying all Asians have a flat ass. I'm saying this particular Asian chick we don't has know a flat ass. If she's Chinese, Japanese, Hawaiian, Guamanian, whatever. Yeah. Asian. Yeah. And I, I'm not using it as an insult. Insult. Now I'm not going to go up in there. Look at this dink bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't Like, that's, that's racist. Or oriental. Yeah, don't fucking go around. Like, you know, you know when you're insulting somebody. Yeah. And if somebody says that you're insulting them and you like that person, try not to continue to insult them. Yeah. Like for years, I didn't know that the word tranny was an insult. I really didn't. This is only like in the last like couple months that I've even heard the term tranny as an insult to people. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that those look. How I didn't know. Did? But the other thing is, is the only time when I call somebody a tranny is when I'm trying to insult them. So, like. Because, like, if I see if I see a dude that lives as a chick or a chick that lives as a dude, and I'm not trying to have any uh, cross words with them, you know what I call them? Mm. That fucking name. Like, that's what I call people when I want to get to like, hey, what's your name? The dude I see, chick, dude, whatever that I see every week on Thursday. Now, for years, 
Because I've been seeing the same person every Thursday, faithful, for about two years. Never had a problem with him. Never had a crossword with him. But I was pretty sure that it was a dude. But everybody around her dressed her as her. They called her a she. You know, it's, it's her friends. They come in, they do a thing. That's how they address her. That's how she introduced herself to me. So that's how I addressed her as Alice. Hmm. I just don't assign, if I'm not sure, I just don't assign a gender. That one with the blonde hair. <laughs> Alice, raise your hand. <laughs> that one. The one with the boots on. You know, whatever. And then, this week, I actually got some paperwork from Alice and I saw what her real name was and it confirmed my two year suspicion. And yes, Alice is transgender. Now, am I gonna be disrespectful to Alice now that I know her? No. Still the same person I've known for two years. Now, unless you want me to call you some ridiculous shit, because there's a dude that comes in there, and I don't know his real name, but uh, he likes people to refer to him as the Big Daddy G, or Big Daddy. I'm not calling another grown man Big Daddy. That's just not happening. What's up? How's it going? What up, G? G is as far as I go. You'll never hear me call another grown-up big, big daddy, little Wayne. Like, no, I'm not calling. Hey, I'm not calling the little Wayne's, little peeps. Is this a short black dude with the? No, 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 no. Cause it's just like I don't call big crit, big crit. I call him crit. I'm not putting fucking adjectives in front of your name. Like that's not happening. Right? If I ever meet little Wayne, you know what I'm calling. What's up, Wayne? I'm not putting big, little, I'm not calling like like uh, Cedric Entertainer said, I'm not calling them another dude delicious. It's not <laughs> happening. You're not getting a fucking adjective. Like, it's not, I mean, if somebody's like, if somebody, you come up, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? Jeremy, I'm Big Dick Charles. <laughs> I ain't mean, calling you that. My name is Delicious. <laughs> if you want me to call you delicious, nigga, you got to show me your birth certificate. That better be the name your mama gave you. And then if it is, I'm teasing the fuck out you. Because <laughs> that must have been how the dick was to her. It was delicious. She named the baby after I don't mean to change the subject, but... Um, go ahead, go ahead, change the subject. Do you remember back when people were getting those uh, IRS calls talking about you're going to be arrested for tax fraud and all that? Both of them getting calls from the IRS? The I, the R, and the S? Who was they getting them calls for? People will actually... Paying these people because they're calling them up. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a scam. Yeah. So I've been clowning this dude ever since I uh, 
got the phone call because mm-hmm. I called him up, called him back, and um, you're gonna hear his name. So, your name is, I think it was Joe Peters. Says yes. And you're aware, we're in Washington, really. Says well, to tell you the honest truth, your name sound you sound like you're an op by not no Joe Peters. Mm-hmm. You know, and you say that you've been, we've been sending you several notifications, and you you need to pay or else you'll be. I'm gonna be arrested. Well, fuck you, Akbar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he hangs up on me. So, like I said, I've been clowning this dude. It's a Washington D.C. number too. Mm-hmm. This, this is. Jesus Christ! Um, don't be calling my fucking phone and saying all this fucking shit. He invaded my personal space, my ear space. Yeah, I'm gonna invade his. I mean, come on, man. No, that is fucking ridiculous. That <laughs> motherfucker's trying to scam people like that. And, 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 and his name is definitely not Neil Peters. Yeah. Get the- his name is definitely, that is definitely not Neil Peters. He's going to sit there. How are you going to sit there and tell me that my, what my name sounds like, how I sound like? And I says, because you don't sound like. Yeah, you're not you know, fucking Neil Peters. You, you sound like an Akbar. <laughs> Actually, you don't sound like an Akbar. He sounds Indian. I'm Indian, whatever. They're from the sand. He sounds like a Paresh. A what? Paresh. Paresh Gupta. It's a nice Indian name. Okay. It's not Arab, it's because Arabs sound a little bit different than that. They have a little more... <laughs> <laughs> they got a little bit more flim. Yeah, more a, little, like a little, little, little throaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sounds more like a this. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. you, got know. you. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know, man. Like, he might, he might, hey, man, that might be the, like the Nigerians had that whole Prince scandal. Where you send them money and then to get their money out, yeah. So that might be the Indian scam. Is the oh, and uh, by the way, if if you want to help me clown this guy, please call area code two zero two two three nine zero eight six nine. Ruin his day because he tried to ruin mine and it didn't work. That's my little small rant about that trash. So I just can't believe that people would actually just pay money. Yeah, a lot of people do that because they get scared and, and they, they don't know. Like that's the thing is is that's what phishing scams are. Is you you throw out a net and you hope motherfuckers pay. And I mean you can hook that up like PayPal and Venmo and all these mm-hmm. uh, apps have made it so easy to transfer money. You can give an old person that and you're like, okay, well you got to pay this. All I need is your yeah, um, because you can have somebody sign over an electronic check to you. You know, um, 
you you uh, hook up a fake. Why am I telling motherfuckers how to scam people? I'm not gonna tell nobody how to scam nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I was about to tell motherfuckers. I was about to give motherfuckers. Jesus Christ! I'm about to teach motherfuckers how to make crack. This is bullshit. <laughs> like, um, like, you know, this motherfucker out there taking notes. <laughs> This recipe, shit. dirty motherfucker. <laughs> you almost got me. You almost, you motherfuckers, almost got me. Uh, but you know, back back to that uh, whole racist stuff. You know, I have I st- I haven't changed the way I feel towards white people. Um, one thing I have done, you know, whenever I drive up and down Guadalupe or I'm on campus. Or whatever. I stopped looking. You stopped looking? Yeah. It's just like, you know, say for instance, I'm at work, I'm in the car, and I look over. You got a white, uh, white chick. I was going to say white broad. That broad, still? Uh, you know, next to me. I just kind of glance over. I just kind of glance over, right? And then just give me that look, and then you just move. It's like, bitch, I'm just looking over. Like, you know, oh my God, it's a white chick. I got to have some of that pink stuff. <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> Trying to get that pink toe? Yeah, I mean, I, it's like, bitch, I don't want you. But then I'm thinking. It's just like they say, uh, well, if it. They're not white and fat or white and chubby. Black people ain't gonna bother them. So in other words, you know, I'm sitting here. Uh, I just, I stopped. And I'm not saying that I'm not. I don't want to have anything to do with white people. I'm not saying that. But my my approach to day every day dealings, yeah. you know, it's kind of changed. Because I've noticed that white people have got the chest out just a little bit. For example, I was sitting there, I went to Luby's to pick up somebody. And a um, couple come up, just coming right up on the MV1, you know. And I'm just like, so I got out, put the ramp back up, and I drove around. And I went behind him, and I was like, this motherfucker. Your fucking wife could have walked with your ass. You know, you ain't have to. So, you know, he he went forward. He went on, and I went back in our park. And I got back out, and I pulled a ramp out. So I'm standing there, and he, he goes into the door, and he's all, you know, he's got this smirk on his face. Well, well. Well, here you go. Um, that's for moving the, moving the car for me. And I just looked at him. Nah, man, go ahead. What? Go ahead. Oh, so you don't want to go in? I'm going to go in, but go ahead. You don't need to hold that door open for me. <coughs> so he goes in, and he opens up the other door, and but... Is about to shut. I was putting my hand out. I don't care if it, he didn't catch it or not. But and then he's all reaching back, trying to make a point. You know, I'm I'm still gonna hold the door before you. He's like, whatever. You know. 
Is that is, is that me being a dick? Am I an asshole for that? Eh. It, no, not necessarily. But you just you should have seen the way it happened. But no, and that's why I say I can't make yeah. judgment call on that because I wasn't in the situation. Um, what I'll say about that shit is, and I'm in Williamson County also, so that's another thing. Well, yeah, that's that's an issue. You definitely don't want to. Um, you know, as far as the whole in the car at the bar, staring at you, like that, that shit changed for me just with age. Because, like, if I drive down Guadalupe, like, yeah, I mean, it's nice. Yeah. But I have nothing, like, I don't, I don't even, like, I don't even want to talk. To a 19 year old girl. You know what I mean? Like, I have no reason. I get you. Okay, let's take it away from Guadalupe. I understand. Like, I don't even want to, like, that's not even uh, an option for me anymore. Like, I, I don't. Because we have nothing in kind of like black, white. Whatever. I understand. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I even want right. to talk to her. I, I, I got it. I got it. I got you. I got you. I understand. Maybe Guadalupe was a bad. No, but I mean it's a it, look, man. It's a great area to to go in and and, and window shop. Yeah, but no, it's like if I if I find myself on Sixth Street on on like a Saturday night, I, I, I don't I don't I don't I have no interest. And sitting at a bar, and if you're not at least twenty-five, if you're not at least twenty-five, I don't want to say I don't, I don't want to talk to you. There's no, there's no reason for me to ever talk to you. What are you going to talk about? True. True. And as far as the people having their chest out. Some people are just overly friendly. Some people are just overly familiar. But mm-hmm. that, that bothers me. Like, I don't like overly familiar people. Uh, but, yeah, like, I, my, my patience is, is, is dropped for that. For that kind of shit, too. Like, the whole, I'm one of the good ones. Like, that's that's the, 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 the I'm one of the good ones things. That, that bothers me. Like, you can just be cool and not, like... You know, whatever. Oh, uh, because I don't do that. Yeah. Like you, you don't have to go out of your way to, to prove to me that you're not racist. Just don't be racist. Yeah. Now I made a I made a I made a comment, and as far as well, I don't understand why people are being so shocked. As far as why uh, racism is still you know around, and you, know, you got the. You got the clan doing this, and you got these people doing that. Mm-hmm. Why is everybody so shocked? It's always been it. It's just that it's not behind closed doors anymore. It's not in whispers anymore. It's right in your face. But don't act so shocked. Don't just say, oh my God, what happened? Racism? It's just, no, man, it's still been here where you been at. Yeah, yeah. Now, I made the comment, and one of my friends came on there, and... 
I did not say anything political. Nothing. And I get this paragraph about Trump, blah, 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 Trump, blah, 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 blah. I'm just, oh, come on, man. I didn't even say nothing about this guy. And F you if you voted for Trump and F Trump supporters and all that. I didn't say nothing about this guy, but okay. And then here comes my friend from North Carolina. He throws in the post. He says, well, if you voted for Obama because he's black, isn't that a form of racism? And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and then it just long ran about that. So I'm sitting here. Now, uh, 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 now, from now, before that previous one, he said there and he says, "Well, it's Obama's fault." You know, I could easily said something. I could have been, I could have easily been that dick and sit there and says, "Well, if you're gonna sit here and make these comments, you can feel froggy and uh, go ahead and unfriend me, don't unfollow me, and all that." It says, "Man, that, that's your opinion. We all have some trashy, sleazy." Kinky opinions and decisions. We've all made bad decisions. So what? That's what you think? That's your decision? It ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. But if I'm friends with you, it's whatever, man. But, you know, I'm not going to sit here. We don't have the same views. Not all the same views. So what? That's, that's some, you, you voted for Trump? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's your decision. But until I see you out there, Doing some racist ass shit, or saying something, or I mean, see you out there. Say, say, see you out there with these people. Then I'm gonna look at you sideways. Yeah. But come on, man. But I just don't understand how someone could make just this one little comment, and then all of a sudden, Trump, Obama, racism. Well, not racism, but Trump and Obama. Blah 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 blah, and then you bump heads. Well, that's that's because we got teams. We have teams now. Like politics used to be about ideas, and you had certain ideas, and certain people represented those ideas. And but it was always the idea mm. that was the thing. Now is the person, and Obama represented a certain thing to all of these people, and he was a certain thing to all of these people. Like for a lot of people, Obama was their card, was their. He's not wild and crazy. He seems like a smart dude, and he won't go too far. Mm -hmm. And I can vote for this black dude. And the other guy's a 72-year-old crazy, uh, 72-year-old man who might die in office. I'm going to vote for the black guy. And a lot of people think that because they voted for Obama, that that absolved them from all the other racist shit that they thought about or that they did or whatever. But that's why my dad would be like, you know, don't think that racist people don't have black friends because Massey used to fuck his slaves. Like, you can still like black people and be racist as fuck. Like, you can like a black person and be racist as shit. My dad, my dad told me about uh, when he was a kid one of the kids that he used to play with all the time because my uh, grandmother used to work in a store and sometimes she would have to take my dad to work with her and she and he would play with the only son 
and the owner of the store was a Klansman. So, like, that's just, like, that's part of life. And that's, that's the other thing that pisses me off about this shit. About the monument shit. Because people are like, they feel like us. They feel like some, like, racist white people feel about us. Uh, during the time of Obama that we feel about them during the time of Trump. Except it's not true. Mm. Like, they're like, oh, well, these niggas got a black president. They think, you know, they all high and mighty. Mm. Black people's walking around with their chest out. Mm-hmm. Some of them were. It, some were. Some were. Most weren't. True. But the thing is, is because people were fucking proud. Yeah. Like, well, it came out of pride. It didn't come out of, it didn't come from a bad place. Yeah. But this Trump shit and this whole uh, rise of the re-rise of the Confederacy shit, that's coming out of fear. Mm-hmm. You motherfuckers are scared. Because mm-hmm. they've already been making our comments about, you know, the, well, if this uh, race mixing uh, keeps on, there is no going to be any more black and white. Well, no, there's not going to be any more white. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> the thing. Because we're always going to be here. Mm. We're always going to be here. And what was that in that, uh, in that, in that public enemy song? Black man. Like, a black man, black woman, black baby. White man, white woman, white baby. Black man, white woman, black baby. Black woman, white man, black baby. the thing is you motherfuckers never stop being black like that's the thing is like you can have you could have one nigga in your gene pool and nothing but white people the whole rest of the gene pool somewhere down the line you know um there's people talking about how you know you're confused you don't know what the box to check and all that you know this is what I was told growing up if it comes down to that you check who your mom is because that's who shed blood on you okay so you got somebody that you know that that's mixed or whatever mm-hmm. they check white you gonna get mad because he said white? No, my mom's white. Why'd you mm-hmm. check white? Well, you no, I'm not saying that I'm trying to hide the fact that I'm black. You know, this woman gave birth to me. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that. And there's, I, I said that, and there's a whole lot of people that was disagreeing with me, saying that I'm wrong. So why why is that why 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 is, why am I wrong for making that statement? It makes sense to me. Well, no, you're not wrong. It's all right. So that's just social shit. Like Tiger Woods, he was like, I'm Cablin Asian or whatever, because his, his mom is fucking uh, Thai or some shit. Yeah. I think his mom's Thai. Yeah. But when you look at him. And you look at the fact that his first name is Eldrick. <laughs> you look at him, you're like, nigga, come on. You know, when uh, when they asked him, uh, 
you know, when they were making fun of him winning the Masters and saying what his first meal was going to be or his first, because you get a dinner. Mm-hmm. You get to pick what the Masters dinner is mm-hmm. when you get the green jacket or whatever. Mm-hmm. When they were like, you know, when the dude was making fun of the Tiger Woods winner, he was like, well, I'm sure we're going to have plenty of chicken and watermelon. Motherfucker didn't say egg rolls and fried rice. We look at you. Motherfuckers look at you and they know what you are. Mm-hmm. They don't call Barack Obama the first white president. His mom is white. Mm-hmm. He was raised by his white grandparents. I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I get it. But that's the thing. It's like you you look at that, and, and that's the thing. Some people can't get away with it. Some people will. Like, they'll, they'll be like, hey, you know, this is the way I look. You know, uh, J. Cole, his mom's white. Yeah. Logic, I think his, I I think his yeah. dad's white, but I'm not sure. I don't know which one of his parents is white. I know one of his parents is white, but he looks yeah, white. Yeah. Yeah. Until you look at his hair real close, he looks like a white dude. So, I mean, I don't have a problem with anybody identifying whatever the fuck they identify. My little sister, she's half Mexican. She yeah. says she's black. She is whatever she says she is. It's like, you know, and she's got the, the DNA to prove it. And if you mix and you feel like you're confused, you don't like. It, my thing is, is, you don't have to pick, but at some point, somebody's gonna pick it for you. Because mm-hmm. my dad, we we always tell my dad always told me, and I always tell everybody else this: racist motherfuckers don't always know what you are, but they know what you're not, mm-hmm. and you're not like them. And that's all that matters to them. It's a good point. So. When you look at that shit, like, I don't, you know, and, and that's why I say, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't, I really don't give a fuck what anybody is. It really doesn't fucking, like, I don't give a fuck what race, what race you are, what religion you are, gay, straight, I don't even fucking be a training. I don't, like, it doesn't matter to me. As long as you're a good person to me, I'm gonna be a good person to you. And once you cross that line of good person, that's when I'm having a fucking problem with you. And that's why I don't like Nazis and that's why I don't like mm-hmm. trans people. Because anybody who makes that that ident- that self-identification, that because basically what you're telling me is this is how I think. And how you think is a direct threat to the safety of me, my family, my friends, the people I care about. And I don't play that shit. You gonna me with that Nazi shit, I'm gonna punch you in your fucking mouth. Oh, well, I can't peacefully express my views. If your views are fuck you, go back to Africa. That's not peaceful. Okay? That's not a political view. Being a Klansman is not a political view. Okay? You're not talking about school board. You're not talking about taxes. You're directly talking about the lives of the people that I care about. And not wanting them to be in the place where they were born, their parents were born, their parents' parents were born, and so on. So to me, that's not peaceful talk. Like I can't peacefully go if somebody was like, if somebody was like, I hate Jeremy Gill. I'm gonna burn his fucking house down. I'm gonna kill his kids, and I'm gonna send his fucking ashes to the depths of hell and all this other shit. And they yelling this out in front of your house. And then when you go out and you punch them in the face. I was peacefully protesting. No, motherfucker, you were threatening me. That's the way I look at that Nazi rally. There's one big group of motherfuckers threatening my personal safety. Mm-hmm. 
and I will beat the shit out of you if you threaten my personal safety. And another thing that gets me is uh, it's so quick to say go back to Africa. If you don't like this country, then why don't you go on back to Africa? Because you're not from here. Hey, why don't you go back to the fucking, wherever the fuck you from? Yeah. And that, that, that's the other thing I want to dispel. Because white people always talk about how if we say black pride or brown pride or yellow pride okay. or gay pride or whatever pride okay. it's fine but the second you say white pride it's racist and I'm going to tell you why white in this country doesn't actually mean anything it doesn't the reason why you can say black pride is because black people in this country all have a common experience Motherfuckers from New York, motherfuckers from Louisiana, motherfuckers from Texas, motherfuckers from maybe you black, and your family goes back to 1960. Your family has all had the same fucking experience at some point. Doesn't make a difference what part of the country you're from. There's race riots in Detroit, LA, and Washington, D.C. on the same fucking week in this country in the 1960s. In the same week. Because they've all had similar experiences all over this country. Black is not just a race in this country, it's an ethnicity. There's a culture that all of us share in this country. Asians, to the same point, mm -hmm. the same thing. They didn't give a fuck if you was Japanese, Chinese. The Chinese got enslaved to build the railroads. The Japanese got interned during World War II. Didn't make a difference. You were all yellow, you were all Asian. They didn't give a fuck. Mexicans or Hispanic people, same thing. Those are, those are, those are uh, ethnic terms. White in this country is not an ethnic term. It just means I'm not them. Mm. So basically when you say white pride, what you're saying is I'm proud to not be them. Because nobody gives a fuck if Germans and during Oktoberfest, oh, German pride. Nobody gives a fuck. You celebrate your ethnicity. If you celebrate where you're from, nobody gives a shit. Like even as long as you're not going around, uh, like if you if you're proud to be from Texas, nobody gives a fuck. If you're proud to be Czech, nobody gives a shit. Fucking everybody celebrates the Irish. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a fuck if you say you're Greek, British, uh, from Spain. No, nobody gives a fuck. Because people are like, yeah, all right. You know, you're proud to be wherever the fuck you're from. Tell me about the food. Play some music. Let's dance. What the bitches look like? <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares. But when you come out in America, or pretty much anywhere else, where there's a, a, a more than one race, and you go, God damn it, I'm proud to be white. What kind of white? Because they, they the the one excuse they use or uh, in Africa they the, the 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 kings they sold they sold off their other black you know blah 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 and they did this and they did that and then when they talk about the native what well, the Native Americans went to war with each other they killed each other why do they care but then if you turn around and you go what was the most bloody war who are the two most bloody wars this world has ever seen. Over a million plus died in both wars. Who was it? World War One, World War Two. Who was that? Europeans shooting the shit out of each other. 
So how you gonna turn around and use that same argument against anybody else? World War One and World War Two was all Europe until we went into the until we went into the Asia campaign in World War Two. Was the slavery introduced? Hmm? Slavery was introduced to. Whoa, 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 hold on, take time out. Let me back up. Let me back up. Because there was slavery in Egypt. There's slavery. There's been slavery since there was since there was three motherfuckers on Earth. Right. There's been slavery. So, I mean, as far as Africa goes, as far as oh, I'll even take it as far as what what, what they say about um, which you made a point about you know the Native Americans talking about they're fighting each other. Yeah. Okay. That was between them. Mm-hmm. That was the war between them. But you're going to come and call them savages. Okay, they were doing something you, you ain't seen. Excuse me, that they ain't seen. Right. Okay. But not to mention what was going on over there. Yeah. What kind of brutality that they were doing. White people been killing each other for years. And doing some crazy shit. Yeah. Oh, fucking World War One! They were chlorine gassing each other. They were using chlorine gas. They would bomb a place and then flood it with chlorine gas and try to kill everybody on the fucking field. Horrible deaths. Motherfuckers died screaming. Motherfuckers would convulse so hard. They would convulse so hard they would break their own back. Like if you read, uh, there's a great documentary, um, like a documentary type podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Carlin's hardcore, hardcore history, where he talks about World War One, and there's an episode where he just talks about uh, this guy, this German, figuring out how to use chlorine gas, and about uh, there's a British dude who who just barely escaped it, and he talks about seeing this green cloud roll over the battlefield in the dark. Like in the, in dawn, and it's just this green cloud that goes over, and how he saw just bodies dropping, everybody just dropping, and clawing at their throat so hard they were actually clawing their own skin off, trying to get air. It was the most brutal shit I've ever fucking heard in my life. That's what these motherfuckers were doing, and not in fucking ancient times. This is 1918. 19 fucking 18 people were doing this to each other. Good white Christian people were doing this to other good white Christian people. This isn't some fucking ancient war where motherfuckers were, they were mowing each other down with, with machine guns and dropping fucking shells on each other the size of this house. Just bodies blown all over the fucking place. So I don't really hear about people talking about, oh, well, this person was savage, or these people did this, and they made it. Like, it's just, it's all just equivocating bullshit to justify other bullshit. Humans are bad to each other. Mm. We're always bad to each other. So when you go and you try to do this equivocating bullshit, I don't want to hear it. It's fucking, it's stupid. It's a stupid point to bring. It's a stupid point brought up by people with small minds who can't think for themselves. They're trying to excuse their own bad behavior by by saying, "Look over there and look what he's doing." No, motherfucker, we're talking about you. This is what you did. You need to own up to this shit. 
okay? Because, like, uh, George Clooney has bought slaves from the Sudan. A white man went to Africa to buy slaves from an African warlord. But you know why nobody gives a shit? You know what he did? He set them free. He was like, it's cheaper and easier for me to go over here and just buy these people and take them somewhere safe and set them free than it is for me to try for months to, to, to get some politician or to get the UN to draw up an army to go and fight this dude where a bunch of people are going to die back and forth and do all this other shit. It's just easier for me to go over there and cheaper for me to go over there, buy them, find a place where they can live, and then set them free. Now, if that's what white people were doing uh, with the slavers in Africa, nobody would give a shit. But when you go and you buy slaves to bring them back to where you're mm -hmm. going to build your society on their backs for generations and generations of people, that whole, well, they sold them argument, it fucking goes out of the window. Why are you telling me this? Why? Why does it matter? You, you they were in your, they were in your care at some point, right? Yes. All right. Then what did you do with them? Well, we beat them, we raped them, we fucked them, we did. <laughs> we were there for slaves. What do you expect? Why didn't you shut the fuck up? That's not a moral argument. That's not a. You can't. You can't tell me that and expect me to buy that shit. Why would I buy that? So there was slavery going on in Africa whenever they came over. Yeah, there's there, still so slavery going on in Africa know, right now. I know, I know that. And I blame that on uh, supply and demand of things here that they found over there. And the only way they're going to get their supply to supply their demand is slavery. Yeah. So yeah. they can get money from over here. Yeah. Well, see, and this is the thing. The reason why people look at American slavery as so bad is Africans, when they enslaved other Africans, it was because one tribe or one kingdom went to war with another kingdom mm -hmm. and the other kingdom lost. And all of the uh, young dudes got killed. All the older men and the women mm -hmm. and the children became slaves. Mm -hmm. They became property. Um, and it was the same way in Europe for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it was the same way with Native Americans. It was the same mm -hmm. way everywhere, mm -hmm. right? But the thing was is that at some point, if you ran away, and got to somewhere where the master couldn't find you, you were free. Uh, if you were bought by somebody else and they set you free, you were free. If you were, if the master had a system of indentured servitude where he was like, well, you're worth $3,000. So if you can earn $3,000 and pay off your debt, then you're free. In America, it wasn't like that. Mm. So we were property wherever the fuck we went. Even if we bought our freedom from another, from one master, we were subject to being caught by anybody else in the country so and you're put back into slavery. It's just pure ignorance then for them to sit here and say, "Well, the, the, there were slaves over there, anyways." What's yeah. the problem? Yeah. Well, the problem is it's always wrong. Yeah. Like they they feel like they can say that, and then we'll be like, "Well, we." They think that black people who argue these points think that all black people are right and all white people are wrong. Mm -hmm. No. I think slavery is wrong. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make a difference who the fucking slave owner is. Mm -hmm. I don't care. It's always wrong. 
you know, it's like it's like I always say, like, it's just some shit that's always wrong. That's one of them. It, it, that that shit that that whole line of thinking that bothered me. It, it's fucking it's stupid. Okay, let's get off of that, man. I'm gonna. I'm still upset with this whole John Bone Jones bullshit, man. It's making <laughs> me. I'm already to the point where I, I'm I'm done with UFC. I don't need money here. I'm on that. I mean, I'm almost to that point. If what you say is true, they've been testing this guy all the way up to the fight. Mm-hmm. Then why does it take so long for them to sit here and come back with the results? When I can go to my job, take a drug test. Mm-hmm. I, can get the, I can get the results the same day if, if I want to, if, if yeah. they want it. Yeah. You know, just like I went up in the cup uh, yesterday. Well, one, it's not judging urine. They're also doing blood, blood samples and blood. all that other shit. Um, and they're doing follicle samples. Um, well, if you get a hair follicle sample, then good God, then you... <laughs> but uh, the problem I have with the whole USADA thing is they've had too many false positives. It's too many false positives. Like, they're not just testing for drugs. They're testing for masking agents mm-hmm. um, that could possibly be hiding drugs. Now look, well, then why, why don't they wait till they get the results first and then have the fight? Exactly. To make this big old, old ordeal or so. Look at this. No, yeah, you, get, you get them results back. Now this is the thing: is that if it was if it was a pre-fight test, how far how far in advance was the fight? How far in advance do you know? And then they look at the steroid that he took. They say it's an oral agent, and the oral agent should have been gone two days before. But well, it takes two days for the oral agent to get out of your system. It's that test that you drink or whatever, right? And they say that, well, it'll cycle out of your system in two days. But you tested him at the weigh-in, which is the day before the fight. So you knew the day before the fight or you knew the day of the fight and, the and then like the last time he popped yeah for the dick pills yeah they canceled the fight the day of the fight so either Dana got to somebody and they were like look man there's a lot of money on the line you know if we know then don't like no if you were gonna do this if you were gonna strip him and go through this whole controversy and shit no cancel you fucking fight like, fuck your pay-per-view. Because you can't slip in and talk about uh, athletic integrity mm-hmm. and the integrity of the sport if you're doing fuck shit mm-hmm. for the paycheck. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is, um, like, if you had, if your list of banned substances is that long, like, they say it's, um, I think like 2,000 pages of substances that they can't it, they say it's as the, the list of banned substances is thick as the bottom because it's not just like if you if you don't pop for it like if you're if your testosterone levels mm-hmm. aren't high enough to disqualify you right 
but they find a trace amount of a masking agent in it, then they just assume you were taking steroids, and they they recommend a suspension. It's complete bullshit. What do you think? I think that before they do anything, they're going to test the B sample because they take two samples every time they go in. And if the B sample has something different, then that suggests that their testing methodology is wrong. And then you got to throw the whole thing out. Like with the whole cyborg thing, you remember how long I was like, no, just wait until the fuck. Because I was like, there's no way she's that fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. There's no way she's that stupid. She's been fighting the entire time she was suspended from mm-hmm. UFC and other organizations. That whole time she was campaigning. And she was being tested by the same fucking people. She had three fights. Never even got close to popping. She had one bad weight cut. And she kept telling people, like, look, I'm sick. I need to repair my body and all this other shit. And then she popped. And I was like, wait. And everybody was like, no, she's a fucking cheat. And all this other shit. And I was like, no, wait. And then the doctor came out. And then how long had I been saying? How long had I been saying? That either she got some bad advice or yeah. somebody legitimately gave us some shit and they just didn't report it mm-hmm. and they let her and they let her off and they let her off and then it turns out the steroid that she was taking wasn't even for fucking muscle or for any of the other shit it was to repair her fucking body from that fucking terrible weight cut she was trying to get down to uh, 135 so it's fucking stupid so that's what I say look John's a fucking moron and I've said this, I've been on record for a long time. John Jones is the greatest fighter that ever lived. He's also a fucking moron. He knows goddamn well that these people, he should have only been drinking water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the week before that fight, and like for two weeks after, he should have been on nothing but water and a, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. That motherfucker shouldn't have had a hot wing after that fight. He shouldn't have had anything that was going to make him take a loose shit <laughs> after that fight. Because he knew that Usada was going to be up his ass. He knew it. And if he does pop for it, he's a fucking moron because he doesn't need it. That motherfucker's 6'4". He's got a 7-foot wingspan. He's the most athletic dude in the fucking in the UFC. There's nobody that can, there's nobody that can beat him. There's nobody in that fucking league that can beat him. So if he did it, he's a fucking moron. And, and I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I'm done with him. Honestly, I don't really give a shit. Like, I know he's a piece of shit. But just, shit, I watched Pride. Everybody was on Juice and Pride. Mm. The most exciting fucking... Like, look. Pride is kept... The only time I ever watched baseball was when motherfuckers was on roids. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Let him roid up. I want to see him with cybernetic enhancements. I want to see a third robot leg come out and kick him up. I don't care. Start putting tiger claws on these motherfuckers. I don't give a shit. I just want to see a good fight. If they want to wreck their bodies when they're fucking, you know, supercharge the Ferrari until the engine blows out and they're 50 and they have a fucking heart attack and die, let them. That's their fucking, that's their prerogative. But shit, like that... That shit and the other thing is you can say whatever the fuck you want. Steroids didn't help him time that head kick. Correct. And steroids can't make Mark McGuire hit a fucking baseball. And like that shit doesn't And and also if if so, it takes what, three days 
for uh, steroids to actually do something for your body. Yeah. If he took steroids the two days before the fight, what, what advantage did that give him? Not none. Not 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 really. And and you know what else fucking pisses me? All right, these athletic commissions, they have no moral authority to, to me. And this is, I've said this for fucking ever, way before this fucking fight, way before any fuck shit with John Jones. Mm. The fact that weed is a banned substance. The fact that they try to get motherfuckers for using CBD oil. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't even, it's not even psychoactive. You don't even get high from taking CBD. Really? No. No, they take the fucking, um, the hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic property out of the CBD oil. Actually, you know what? No, I take that back. There's some types that, that can, and then there's some that you extracted. The extracted one is what they give kids uh, for cancer treatments. But you can't even take that in the UFC. It's another one that I'm trying that I'm thinking of. It's another ex- extract from the stem that mm-hmm. doesn't have because the stem doesn't have any, uh, or it doesn't have enough THC in it to get you high. Not, I mean, not the stem, the stalk. Because like the stem is like the little sticks that branch off. The stalk has no fucking, has no THC in it. Right. And there's something that they extract from the stalk, like a oil that they extract from the stalk for stalk for pain or whatever, right. or inf- inflammation. That's not psychoactive, and you can't even take that shit. It's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. So, I mean, look, man, I'm not gonna sit up there and tell anybody to be a fan of John Jones. Like, if you're a fan of John Jones, you gotta be a fan of John Jones strictly for his talent and his ability to fight. You cannot be a fan of him as well. You can be a fan of him as a person, but why? Exactly. Now, um, if any right did the steroids. Help him time that kick. No. Can Chromier sit up here and get back on that horse of his and, and then keep on saying that he's the greatest? No. 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 Absolutely not. Because he has to look at those fights. And he has to have a good mind to sit there and say that and agree with the same thing that you just said. Steroids didn't make him kick. Huh. Steroids didn't telepathically tell Cromier to lean into that, that kick. Now, did it? No. no. He had been setting him up for that kick the entire time. Because how long when we were watching that fight, I was like, oh, he's going to hit him with a head kick. How long? I was like, it's just a matter of time. And I'm not saying this because I'm some super fighter. I'm not some super fighter. I've just seen enough fights. I know when a motherfucker's getting set up. And he was obviously getting set up. He leaned into yeah. that kick. That John timed that shit perfect. So, mm. just steroids or not, that that shit wouldn't have saved him for that. That motherfucker punted his fucking head to the third row. Hey, you saw that article I posted about when I told you about how he was missing time. Did you read that? He he did an interview and he was uh, saying that he still can't remember. Like he says, he remembers walking into the cage, and he remembers part of the first round. And after that, he's like, I don't, he's like, he, he says the, the, he remembers getting off of the stool to start the second round and then being in the back, uh, getting into the ambulance. He says, that's the first thing he remembers about, about the rest of that night was getting into the ambulance and going to the hospital because he was fighting with his coach. He's done. He's done. 
Oh, he's gonna he's got to take it at least a year off. That's you can't get you can't get cracked like that. Yeah, that's like a, that's, a, that's a concussion. Man. He lost thirty five minutes, forty minutes, or something like that. He lost thirty five. He like he sees this part where he was crying, and he was like, he was probably he, he, this is what he was thinking. He's like, I was probably crying because I was looking up and I saw what happened, and I lost the fight, and I got emotional. But he's like, I don't remember any of that shit. And he's 37. Like, you can't take a year off. He's they, He might as well just quit. No, he's going to be an analyst. And he's a great analyst. I mean, he's smart. He knows all about fighting. He's. A, I like watching him on television. He's a smart dude. But, yeah, you can't come back. Like, he's going to be 39 when he comes back. Is he 39? Trying to go up against motherfuckers in the 205? No. After a year off? Like, John did that shit. John's 28. He's in the prime of his fucking athletic career or whatever. Like, dude, it's over, bro. Like, and, and if the if the if if the athletic commissions let him fight, if the athletic commissions let him fight in anything less than a year from the day he got knocked out, those motherfuckers need to go to jail. Mm -hmm. That man told you he lost 45 minutes of his life. 35 minutes, 40 minutes of his life. He cannot remember any of it. And you let him fight again with the possibility of somebody hitting him like that again. No. Like, that's fuck. That's, 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 like, as far as I'm concerned, that's fucking, that's manslaughter. Yeah. He should not be licensed to fight anywhere. In the world, like they just had that kid that was, um, I'm saying kid, this motherfucker's like 42. Um, I can't remember what the dude's name is, but he died in a boxing match in Europe. Mm -hmm. The motherfucker had just had a fight and had a bad, like he went to war with this dude for like 10 rounds and ended up getting knocked out. They let him fight again two weeks later and he fucking died in the ring. This is in the States. No, it was in England. England. It, was a, it was an American guy. And he took a fight over there. And then somebody fell out. Somebody got hurt. And he agreed to take a fight again in two weeks. And he, took that, he takes that fight. Like people were saying that he was in there in sparring. And was getting hit at 50% and getting dropped. Like taking 35, 40, 50% shots and getting dropped from those. And somebody let him fight. Everybody involved in that, except for the dude who was fighting him, unless he knew. They all need to fucking. They all need to go to jail. Like as far as I'm concerned, that's fucking terrible. Like you don't, you don't do that. Mm -hmm. And if anybody hears that whooshing sound, that is Mother Nature out there, uh, kicking it old school. The storms get is. closer. Yeah. And I thought it was a dishwasher though. No. No, that's the storm outside. So yeah. Um look man. And and the sad thing is, is if John does go away, right? And that's gonna be four years, four year suspension. Um and after that four years, or he'll go fight in Europe, you know, fight for one FC, go fight for the Russians or, or fight somewhere. Right, 
and he'll be kicking the shit out of people and beating the shit out of people over there, but he won't be in the UFC. He won't be fighting the best competition in the world. And he'll be beating the shit out of people and making highlight reels, and, and he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Shit, God, God bless him if he goes to Japan and just gets the fucking Bob Sap size and just starts powerbombing motherfuckers through the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'll, he'll be a wash, a wash in Japanese pussy and steroids. Um, and he'll live a great life. But the person I feel sorry for is whoever gets the belt. Because that ghost of John Jones is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, well, he's not really the champ. Like, there'll never, there'll never be another. Like, as long as John Jones is actively fighting, there will never be another 205 UFC champ. And I feel bad for that motherfucker. And people go, well, you know, he fucked himself and he did all this. Stuff. Yeah, no. But that's the thing is fighting. Until you beat the best. You are not the best. Oh my God! I gotta say this. Um, shout out to Ric Flair and his family. He got out the hospital. Uh, Man, why was he in the hospital? Really? No, he had surgery. Uh, but you saw those other posts, right? Talking about uh, Ryan sitting uh, posts, talking about he was having uh, orgasms or something like that. Yeah, orgasms. It's like he was having continuously continuous orgasms or some kind of trash. Uh, I don't think that's what it was. Like he was seriously like his 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 wife was posting shit about him being seriously sick. Okay. Like he had organ failure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, organ failure. Like his kidneys and shit had shut down at one point. His kidney and his liver had shut down at one point. So uh okay. sorry about that. No, it's fine, it's fine. Um yeah, man, I, I don't want to lose Rick. Rick would hurt. Rick would fucking hurt, man. I can't. Like, I, I, like, I, I don't even want to think about that shit. Cause that shit would hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, get real, get well soon, Rick Flair. Uh, hope you, hope you a speedy recovery, a good recovery. Uh, don't get back in that fucking wrestling ring no more. Please stop. Please stop, because it's either the, the the beating you're taking, taking those bumps at your age, because he's damn near 70, mm-hmm. or, or whatever fucking pills you're taking to fucking ease the pain of taking those bumps at 70. One of those two, that shit got to stop. He just needs to take it easy and just uh, reside on Space Mountain, yeah, where man. he belongs. Yeah, man, Ed, you don't need to do that shit no more. Yeah. Like, it's not many motherfuckers you can call a legend. Ric Flair's a goddamn legend. Ric Flair's a fucking legend. Um, so yeah, man, just just take care of yourself, get well, stay out of that goddamn wrestling <laughs> ring. Tell Vince McMahon to eat a dick. <laughs> um, yeah, just just get well, man. Um, so uh, I guess we're gonna get out of here All right. in a couple minutes, um, but. Do want to say uh, shout out to all our fellow podcasters, everybody we always shout out. The hashtag Blackout Guys, hashtag Blackout Podcast, the Hard Club, uh, Two Shots and a Brew, fucking Just in Time, the whole Potter family, We All Win, Pod Squad, Podmosphere, Tripod, Pod Echo, all you guys. Uh, 
Jake and Tom Conquer, all you guys, man. Um, we appreciate all the love you guys show us uh, for shooting us retweets, going back and forth on Twitter. Uh, Cute, great, critical dunk, white pants society. <laughs> um, the fuck is that other fucking podcast? I can't think of it right now. John Effect, all you guys. Oh, uh, Random Ramblers with Rob. Uh, you stay safe. All the guys that's, that's podcasting out of Houston. Y'all stay safe. Stay out the goddamn roads. Sitting there in podcast with a loud ass storm outside the window like we doing. Uh, hope y'all don't get flooded out. And uh, speaking of which, we're going to play the uh, voice messages that Jared from the hashtag Blackout Podcast has been sending us. Because this motherfucker sent us uh, how many po- uh, messages? And uh, he sent us three messages in the last, like, two and a half weeks. So we're going to play those and react to those uh, live. So uh, here we go. Oh, shit. That's my fault. I didn't turn the goddamn play thing up. It's Jared again from the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. And, uh, yeah, I want to ask you guys and your listeners, if you ever had to lay some virtual hands on somebody from your office place, whatever kind of office place, work at a restaurant, grocery store, office building in Cubicle City, whatever, I want to know if anybody ever made you mad, tried to throw you under the bus, tried to claim that you were incompetent in any way, shape, or form. What up? It's Jared again from the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. And, uh, yeah, I want to ask you guys and your listeners... If you ever had to lay some virtual hands on somebody from your office place, whatever kind of office place, work at a restaurant, grocery store, office building in cubicle city, whatever, I want to know if anybody ever made you mad, tried to throw you under the bus, tried to claim that you were incompetent in any way. They perform. That is totally not the case. And you had to lay the smackdown, virtually, or I guess whatever. Not virtually, physically, in real life, whatever. You had to lay the hands on people. Cause I just have to do that today. People talk smack. CC half company. Like nah, bro, that ain't happening. That's that's not the way it went down. Talk to me to my face, not to my back, including everyone else in the world, if you don't know all the facts. Anyway, answer that question. I'll let you, boy. Want to leave a message on the hashtag Blackout Podcast line, 385-325-2572 or 385-3-B-L-A-K-P-C. Once again, glad to hear y'all brothers back on the air, and we black it out. Who 
Alright. So basically, he's asking. Yeah, I got it. Uh, so do you have any workplace stories where you had to uh, take revenge? I know you got some good workplace revenge stories. So, and, and if we go through this real quick, it's because the fight's about to come on and we're going to watch the fight. But we're going to go through these. There's only three voicemails, and the last one's real short. So if you got a quick story you want to tell, it's just a walkout, man. We ain't going to miss nothing. All right, well, it's going to take like 20 minutes for them to do this shit. Let's just say this is what I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't put hands on the body. Mm-hmm. But I went across to the cook company and got, you know, some cookies. And you know what mineral does, right? Yeah. So I had my boy pour mineral in the sprites. Oh my god. And I served it up. <laughs> so you case somebody in shits. <laughs> now the first time it, it, it takes it'll take too long, you know, but I'm just saying that uh, yeah, I fuck some stomachs up. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. But see, I've never had to. Have I ever just smacked the shit out of somebody at work? I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever smacked the shit out of anybody. Oh. Uh, but. No, it's somebody's life feed. But I will say, um, I did um, I did uh, yeah the only time well, no, I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you this story alright so one day uh, my friend was getting married right and we were going to a bachelor party mm-hmm. and it was this dude that at the time, nobody really gave a fuck about it. Nobody really liked him. Everybody used to call him Yoda. Uh, so, everybody's like, yo, alright, it's just gonna be the crew. We're not gonna let this dude go. Now, this is when I was in the Marines. We all lived in the same fucking barracks. Yeah, everybody knew each other. Everybody went everywhere with each other. Whatever. We weren't gonna take Yoda. So, I was like, um... Yo, uh, we're not gonna do this. And they were like, well, let's sneak out, let's do this. I was like, I'm not sneaking out. What the fuck am I gonna sneak out for? Just tell that motherfucker he can't go. So I was like, no, he'd be an asshole and all this other shit. Isn't that? So, memo come, or the, the cab comes to pick us up. We're all walking out, out the door, about to hop in the cab. Here comes Yoda. He's like, guys, we're, we're, you know what's going on? Where are we going? He's like, we are going to the strip club uh, for for my man's birthday party, uh, for my man's bachelor party. All right, man, you know, let's go. No, 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 hold up. You can't go. Why not? Because we don't want you to go. <laughs> so, you're going to stay your ass here. And I better not see you at that fucking club. 
because I'm gonna pick you up and I'm gonna put you over my shoulder and I'm gonna carry you out of that fucking club and drop you on the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> He's like, no, oh, that's very funny. I'm not joking. Do you see my face? If I see you, I'm going to throw you on the sidewalk like a fucking bone. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? That's fucked up. Yeah, I know. But they said you can't go. You can't go. I'm just the one that got elected to tell you. Go inside. And he turned around and he went inside. And I did not see him. Probably for like a week. He didn't talk to me for like a week. After that. Which is really weird. Because my friend ended up marrying this girl. And she ended up cheating on him with the limo driver. At their wedding. What? Yeah. Yeah. And my other friend ended up getting a black eye from uh, one of the strippers. She had just got a uh, got a boob job, and she grabbed his face and she was smacking his face with her titties, and she smacked him so hard with the titty it gave him a black eye. But yeah, that was that was probably the only time I've ever had to cut somebody out uh, in some workplace on some workplace shit. All right, so we'll go to the next. To the next voicemail. God damn it, I keep doing this shit. This is Jared, half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast and owner and operator of Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Now, listen to this uh, uh, latest episode you guys just dropped. Keep your keep keep your creepy respectful. Uh, y'all actually gave me a pretty good marketing idea uh, to have Usher as a spokesperson for the Smoky Burn and the Mad Cow. That actually might be pretty good, you know. To be out here letting it burn, shooting fire out of here. You know what? You know what I'm saying keep eating fire all over the place, burning it up, just like the Smoky Burn. The hottest flavor that the hooks, rubs, and spices uh, uh, family has burns your belly because it's spicy, like that Louisiana heat. But that would be interesting. We had Usher out here letting it burn. But then again, he's sort of a damaged spoke person, spoke person right now. Can't talk. People so uh, maybe, just maybe, that would. might not be the best move. Because I don't want people out here thinking. They can get the hurt after they have the burn. Keep you know that shit like luggage. I don't know if that's the best move for us, but I'll nah, keep it see, it's a good story. I'll keep it top of mind. Anyway, like this I said, so good you want to carry around like a luggage. On the airwaves. Good. Good. Love the last two episodes y'all dropped. Can't wait to hear more. Stay tuned for our next episode, which you guys may hear after this drop. Um, uh, before this drop, whatever, uh, with Sir John Lee, dope rapper out of Compton. A great episode. That's episode 57 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Stay tuned for that. Also, get you some hooks rubs. We smoke meat. Mm. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. There's a link on there to buy it. Get you on it. 
Anyway, we blacking out. Peace. Alright, so that was from uh yeah, another one from Jared from uh Hooks Rub and Spices. I know you know, I'm telling the audience. Right. Y'all probably have already heard this shit. But anyway, um Yeah, now the the only thing I'm gonna say about that whole Usher thing is they've been saying Usher had herpes for like the last 10 years. Like there's been rumors that Usher's had herpes and been giving out herpes for the longest time and he's never addressed it. And the funny thing is, is ever since that fat ass girl came out and said she slept with Usher, this is the only time Usher has made a statement. Which, how ugly, how unattractive do you have to be for a motherfucker who wouldn't come out and defend himself against herpes to be like, I ain't sleep with that fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can say anything. <laughs> I ain't do it. Please believe me. <laughs> this is like Lake Cole. It was saying Leon Phillips had this small day. Oh my God. <laughs> Bro, like, you have, that is terrible. For a moment. <laughs> He wouldn't defend himself against herpes. But he made a statement to be like, I do not know that woman. (laughs) My dick has never been near that woman. Well, technically, she's so big, everybody's dick's been near her. But... (laughs) 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 bitch big enough. Have you seen it? Huh? You seen it? Oh, she's gigantic. Yeah, I seen it. Oh my God! Isn't it uh, Quintasha? Quint- Quint- no, sound like a mountain to me. Whatever, no, yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> Jesus. The Indians used to call her Denali. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is huge. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to hear nobody fucking. I don't, don't at me with no fat shaming shit. Alright? Only way I can fat shame you is you shame to be fat, goddammit. Don't say shit to me. Alright? Oh. But yeah. Yeah. So, we're gonna do this last voicemail and we're gonna get the fuck up out of here. And watch this, uh, this terrible fight. And we are streaming this shit because I've already said that I'll never pay for another Mayweather fight. Um. So, this one's real short. What up, Chuck and Germ? When you see a midget trying to gamble at a craft table, but he has to step on the stool to see over the edge of the craft table, tap your love box. Blacking out. <laughs> okay, first of all, in craft table, that does not have a step stool for midget gamblers. <laughs> shitty casino, okay? You motherfuckers are short American phobic and I refuse to gamble at your establishment, alright? There should be a stool on hand so midgets can come and party at all times because it's not a real party until a midget shows up. Exactly. Alright? Midget gamblers, midget strippers, Ninjas' lives matter, alright? Their lives are short, but valuable. <laughs> I ain't got no comment on that. I ain't got no comment. 
I, I, you know what? I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm done. <laughs> All right, man. Okay. Um, that. Oh my god. So. Uh. Yeah, shout out to all those podcasters. <laughs> uh, shout out, shout out to uh, the hashtag Blackout Guys, Jared J. Uh, You're wrong, fool. Peace, y'all. Uh, respect. Shout out to everybody who listened to this shit. And uh, yeah, uh, you got anything to say? Man, I'm done. <laughs> Peace to the guys in the earth. All the midgets. Uh, Wu Tang album coming soon. <laughs> oh, uh, shout out to Sean Price. Uh, Imperious Rex. I love that shit. Um, oh, and we're going to get into the. Uh, oh, and if you haven't listened to the hashtag Blackout, that episode 57 with Sir John Lee. Sir John Lee is uh, one of the new guys, uh, a rapper from Compton. I like this shit. I just want to say shout out to him. Shout out to my cousin Max. Um, Check his shit out. Magnum Wadeeb on SoundCloud. He's got some good music out. Uh, Bob Niffin, mm. who uh, we will get his music played on this podcast. Uh, we've got it digitized. We'll probably do it maybe next podcast. Maybe next podcast. Sounds good. And uh, we'll talk about that. We won't uh, get into any heavy shit. Uh, fuck you, Nazi motherfuckers. Uh, fuck the clan. Uh, yeah. And, uh, we out this motherfucker. It's just like moonshine. Hey, you on your face. I mean, you'll be slattering and whatnot. Next thing you know, you all know how you got home. I mean, this shit is so damn serious, Playboy. I mean, this shit reminds me of something like that you dig what i say but anyway i'm so tall look like my eyes been stitched together with stitches ho hopping around with these bitches get your garbage dump with crickets but you know me the life of the party slur can't ethel too much of me and make you fight your folks and dr jackal like the other day and go too many swallows had them niggas acting bad at the club with them powers having left dick problems trying to get it up well oh well one cup of me i had your shit on stay i wake up in the morning and i'm separated in the back with my homies and I so hate it Grenadine, he be tripping cause they don't respect him That nigga rum, man that nigga gets dumb I can't wait until they mix me I'm going in they mouth, down they throat, into their kidneys Hurricanes having motherfuckers seeing things Courage juice, watch when I get loose Hurricane, but you can call i
nervous, fucking with tycoon shit, shit, it's time to swim up and